This is Spiritual Reality Plainly Seen, the podcast that takes a look at spirituality in our lives and the world around us. Here's your host, Dr. Frank Kaufman. Now I want to invite Dr. Frank Kaufman and I have to acknowledge uh, uh, Morgana Sitio from URI joined here. She has to leave, so she may come back again. So Frank Kaufman is the president of the 12 Gates Foundation and NGO representative for the community United Nations. Over four decades, he did hard work to bring peace and harmony, interfaith harmony, especially around the globe. Even I didn't meet him maybe when I came to New York, but I know about him from India. It took a little while to find him in person, becoming his brother. <laughs> so now we do a lot of things together. Uh, Dr. Frank, floor is for you. Uh, please un- unmute. Uh, unmute. Yeah, Am I audible now? Yeah. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much, Guruji, for the invitation to be here. Uh, thank you for all you do. Uh, as many have said, your remarkable and energy and uh, tirelessness is uh, always a wonder to behold. And uh, true spiritual people make us realize that there is a power greater than ordinary power in the world. And you're one of those people by, by your sheer capacity for productivity and energy. It points to uh, that which we must know exists, the greater greater life beyond. Uh, you said earlier that by working with young people, it makes you feel like a young person. But uh, since I work with you, the other thing is true too, that by working with you, you make me feel like a young person, thinking that I'm looking up to some uh, some gentleman. Uh, it's always a great joy. Uh, this is a great testimony, this uh, peace festival. Uh, it's 33 years old, and uh, it's not only the energetic life of moment to moment, but it's the persistence that make uh, over long periods of time. People don't often. Sorry, I'll mute the noise. People, people just remark at at things that last long, but within them are is a great deal of suffering, a great deal of overcoming. Uh, both internally and externally. So a peace festival of 33 years and uh, longevity is a great accomplishment. I'd like to thank the ambassador for his presence here, for his life of dedication to the cause of peace and for his very informative presentation. It was very helpful to me. I'd like to thank all the speakers who preceded me. I've learned a lot all morning long. I'd like to thank uh, Grandmother Patricia for her soft-spoken authority. This is she is uh, our roots. We have genuine spiritual roots, as with you, Guruji, and with the indigenous family that uh, allows us to be in our land together. I prepared a few thoughts. Uh, I pondered. I pondered the issue of peace and prepared a few thoughts. I'd like to share. I'll try to be as brief as possible. I will be as brief as possible. Um, 
as I pondered the notion of peace, I came to the came to the thought or sentence that the pursuit of peace is basically bringing entities with vying purposes and desires into harmonious collaboration and mutual support. For entities to have vying purposes and vying desires, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. That's just simple life in the world. You come into encounter with other entities, other people, other circumstances, other groups, in which they are pursuing something, you are pursuing something, you have certain desires, they have certain desires, and you end up vying with one another. This is a perfectly normal state of being. It doesn't represent anything wrong with what anybody's doing. If you walk into a store and you need a shirt, right beside you is another person who needs a shirt. There's only one there. You end up in a circumstance with vying purposes and vying desires. You both need the shirt. It doesn't matter if the person beside you is black or white or green or yellow. It doesn't matter if they're a woman or a man. It doesn't matter if they're tall or short. You simply find yourself in a circumstance that needs some means by which we can reconcile desires and find some way to come to a conclusion that is peaceful and doesn't resort to dystopic or dysphoric uh, ways of behaving. So, so that's a reality in the world. It's a reality all the time, everywhere. And peace seekers are people who are striving to relate to this reality. The primary side of human life that advises on how to do that, how to accomplish meeting this, these circumstances, which are ever present and have nothing particularly wrong about them or about me, is religion and spiritual life. That is, that is the body of thought and expression that is dedicated expressly to how to solve that normal reality in the world. There's other types of information in the world. There's medical information. There's astronomical information. There's oceanographic information. There's economic information. There's tons of information. They're all needed. They're all helpful. They're all absolutely needed. They all participate in the pursuit of peace. But that, collect, that collection of information and instruction that is devoted specifically to dealing with this reality in which we find ourselves is religion and spiritual life. Religion and spiritual life basically speaks to the individual. If, you, if anything you hear that is presented in the, uh, in the voice of spiritual guidance, it is for, and, it's, and the voice of spiritual guidance is peace. It is peace. It's speaking to the individual. Why would, why would a body of knowledge, a way of life, speak to the individual about peace? It must be because there is some necessity to deal with that common problem, vying purposes, vying desires. Otherwise, why would religion be addressed to individuals? Why does it work on individuals? The vying purposes within an individual are the purposes of our heart and mind, which is innately and inherently living for the sake of others. 
longs for the well-being of others and the desires of our physical embodiment. Our body needs to survive. It needs to take, it needs to eat, it needs to consume, possibly even at the expense of something that another needs. The human, the human individual is a pairing of vying interests, desires, and purposes, our mind and our body. And religion and spiritual life gives us the precise way to create harmony, collaboration, and mutual support among these two entities, spiritual side, heart, and mind, and body. Now, in addition to being individuals, we function in society. The other side of seeking peace is basically understood to be political. You talk about world peace, or you talk about racism in America, or you talk about issues, large issues, and then, you, and then people are often talking about social programs, legislation, all types of uh, proposals and things like that. They're political in nature. This is a bifurcated language. There's a political language and there is a spiritual language. And the spiritual language is, is limited mostly to uh, personal human behavior. And then there's political speaking. That's why, that's, and then, that's why you hear one or the other. And, and spiritual speaking is somewhat reiteration. We're familiar with it. We've heard it for 2,000 years, 4,000 years. We're familiar. And political speaking is basically speculation because no one has ever achieved it. We've never seen large political uh, peace. So you have peace seekers who are speaking one or the other, and there's no bridge. I see with the, with the split screen, I must be at the end of my time. So I'll bring the rest of my thoughts together. There must be mediating categories in which the spiritual is brought consistently and systematically across from the spiritual and the individual out to the political. Very quickly, this is the, the range between mediating social structures, their family, their, their clan, their tribe. And unless you can manifest spiritual life in mediating structures, we will have nothing but reiteration, spiritual talk, and speculation, political talk, without effective application. Thanks for giving me a few words to speak uh, and for the time today. Thank you. I'm glad you brought this spiritual nature to change. You know, politicians are taking over the world. If they serve with the full hearted, it's beautiful. A lot of time they have the agendas and they won't care about people. That's a problem. So my master used to say, we need a spiritual surgery. A lot of times surgery is related to the physical nature, but spiritual nature also needs surgery. We have to delete certain areas of negative thoughts and activities in our life, remove it and upgrade it and update it if needed. I'm so glad you brought those points. Appreciate your friendship and we always hang out. We talk, discuss what to change in the world. We know it will take time, but still never give up. Thank you, Dr. Frank Walker.
for all of your support. Appreciate it. Now, uh,